So the wealthiest 10% of Americans own basically everything. So a record 89% of all U.S. stocks. So let's get right into the story, right? The wealthiest 10% of Americans now own 89% of all U.S. stocks held by households, a record high that highlights the stock market's role in increasing wealth inequality. And the saddest part about this is that they still have not found a cure on how to stop a husky from being a big baby, which, by the way, if you hear that weird whine noise, that is a husky sitting in a corner being a big baby. So the top 1% gained more than $6.5 trillion in corporate equities and mutual fund wealth during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, you big baby. While the bottom 90% added $1.2 trillion, according to the latest data from the Federal Reserve. The share of corporate equities and mutual funds owned by the top 10% reached the record high in the second quarter, while the bottom 90% of Americans held about 11%... No. Of individually held stocks, down from 12% before the pandemic. I swear, like, huskies are like little demons. The stock market, which has nearly doubled since the March 2020 drop and is up nearly 40% since January 2020, was the main source of wealth creation in America during the pandemic as well as the main driver of inequality. The total wealth of the top 1% now tops 32%, a record according to the Fed data. Nearly 70% of their wealth gains over the past year and a half one of the fastest wealth booms in recent history came from stocks. So the top 1% own a lot of stock. The rest of us own a little, says Stephen Rosenthal, Senior Fellow, Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center. The growing concentration of wealth comes despite millions of new investors coming into the stock market for the first time during the pandemic, leading to what many have labeled the democratization uh, democrat I can't even say this damn thing. Okay democratization of stocks. So Robinhood added more than 10 million new accounts over the past two years and now has over 22 million, many of them held by younger, first-time investors. Yet while the market may be owned more broadly, the gains in wealth it creates are not being more widely distributed. Rosenthal said that while the army of new investors may be numerous, they are also still small with the average account size at Robinhood at about $4,500. When markets rise, they will have far smaller dollar gains than wealthier investors with hundreds of thousands or even millions in stock holdings. So many of the younger investors also bought in at higher prices compared to bigger investors who have been in the market for years and see larger gains, Rosenthal said. Also, many of the new investors have more of a trading mentality buying and selling stocks rapidly with leverage in hopes of quick gains. While the strategy can create big winners, others may see lower returns than those of investors who simply buy and hold for the long term. The top 10% saw the value of their stocks gain 43% between January 2020 and June of 2021, according to the Fed. The bottom 90% saw stock wealth rise at a lower rate, 33%. They might account for a larger share of trading activity, but that's different from ownership and wealth, Rosenthal said. And the thing is, you know, I would agree, right? 
And the thing is, people need to understand a lot of these people that own like the, you know, what, 89% of all the U.S. stocks, right? It's because a lot of these Americans that own a lot of these stocks are either owners or in the top positions of massive companies where they are given massive amounts of stock options, right? This is where you have like people who like work at Netflix end up getting paid like 10, 20, 30 million dollars a year in like stocks, right? Same thing with Apple where you have like the CEO, I believe Tim Cook, made like nearly a billion dollars in just stock options, not just salary, right? And the thing is like a lot of their wealth, a lot of their money that they like are actually like worth right is in stock not really in real estate not in basically anything else it's basically stock because you could end up having a company having a portion of it it end up going public and then there's so much hype around it that you could literally end up becoming like a billionaire from a company that's like basically brand new especially with the like the rise of uh the things called SPACs which is something that basically allowed like an 18-year-old that didn't even have a product, okay? Did not even have a product, and it's like a LiDAR company. This 18-year-old became a billionaire, okay? Because of stocks, right? Did not even have a product when they went public. So that's the thing to really understand, right? And this is the same thing when it comes to like, like you know, increasing the taxes on the wealthy and all that kind of stuff, right? It will never work. Because none of the, like none of these like top top earners really actually take in a lot of money. They don't really actually make a lot of money. It's just their net worth exponentially increases nonstop. Because a lot of times they end up just buying assets that will grow exponentially, right? So it's just something to really think about. Hey. This podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.